uh, WrestleMania was. What's your over? What was your overall take on WrestleMania? Night one killed it. I give night one and say I say one out of five. I give night one four point five. Okay, give it four point five. Night two, give it like a three. I give I give night one a five. Okay, even five. Give I'm I'm with you with a three. Reason why I give it a five is because despite the weather, mm-hmm. nothing on night one was bad. Right. I didn't find nothing wrong with anything night one did. Night two? Night two? And it's just like they started it all. They started off on a shit show. On a shit show. So it's like it automatically just left a bad taste in our mouth. And it was just like when when that happened with the fiend and Alexa, we, I was just wondering. I'm like, yo, they gotta address this the next day on Raw. They have to address it because I'm like, I do not want to wait a week, weeks to find out why this happened. Right. I'm so glad they addressed it because they did. I would have been so pissed. Yeah. And then I was shocked. Like, you know what? That's why I wonder when 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 the fiend came back. Okay, I have a WWE shop had the Burt. Fiend mask on sale, but it was like limited time only, like limited edition joint. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So when he came back with a new mask, it was really a new. It was a whole. His mask was totally different from the past one. I was like, oh, okay, he's going back to the to that braid. So I'm like, are we getting Funhouse braid back? And which we which we did get, but like I said, I was just like, I'm like, I hope they don't drag why Alexa did what she did for so long. And I was just like, yo, this is second. This is basically what the the fourth time the Fiend lost, lost to Goldberg, mm-hmm. lost the match with him, him Roman, and Brian. Even yeah. though he didn't get pinned, he lost. He he, he had the title. He lost the title. Yeah. So that was a good way to save the Fiend with that. When he did, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I really don't consider it when he got burned a loss. Okay, I can see. I it. really okay. don't consider okay. that one like a loss because was it was it an Inferno match? It was a Firefly. It was a Fire Firefly. House match, something like that. But it's no, like, it wasn't five five fun house. Yeah. It was I forgot what it was. Yeah, so I don't really consider that. I don't really consider that on the loss because I felt he ain't pin him or nothing. Like he just burned him or something. Like I'm like you could have, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like I don't, I don't really consider that one. And um, and this Mania. one was like, but it was it, it, he got arcade and just got right back up after but see, the match was over. And and this is the thing, this is how I knew the match was kind of funny because think about it, him and Randy had extreme like matches in the past. Yeah. And then you, this is supposed to be the trilogy, this is supposed to be the match to end it, and it's a regular match. You can tell something's wrong with that. Right. Why is it no, there's no effect or anything to it, it's just this regular match. So we got that, and then after that match, it was downhill. Like, the fans really was upset. The fans got more upset when Tamina and... Natty lost. Right. You know, because now you sitting there like, well, what is, I like, if you have it where, tr- honestly, give Natty and Tamina this moment. Give them this moment. Right. The legacy, the bloodline that they have, give them this moment where they win the title. Right. If they lose it the next night, 
So be it. So, so be, be it. Nobody really. But just smashed, give right. them this time because I honestly, I swear to you, if Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose beats these two, I'm losing all shit. We're gonna get we gonna get one hell of a rant. One hell of a rant because you have Naomi and Lana who was over. You had Lana breaking down in tears when she heard the crowd cheering for her before when they first like walked into the building. Right. Over. Natty and Tamina, they were getting over in the match during the match. Why not give them this? Dude, because they were the last ones to come out during that during that uh the tag team uh what's it what's it called? Turmoil. Tag team turmoil. It was the last ones to come out. You know, Natty got her, I mean, not mad. Tamina got her moment when she won the match doing the, the Superfly Snooker Splash, right? So you knew them two. So I was like, yo, it's destined. You about to give these two this title. Okay, match. Okay, match. It wasn't really, like, the greatest match or whatever like that. But I'm like, yo, y'all could have, like, because Natty was getting her butt whooped throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Tamina comes out. Tamina's. And it's Tamita versus Naya, and you know the powerhouse. And I'm like, King Kong, bitch. I'm kicking right. Naya just cussing and like, you ain't shit. I'm like, right. Naya be pushing the envelope. I'm like, yo. Now, now you want to going going way back to the beginning of our conversation. Yeah. If there was one person that the fans were upset was still there, it was Naya. Right. Right. It was Naya. Right. They was like, so you get rid of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, but you keep Nia Jax. You keep Nia Jax. Who is known to hurt people. Right. Doesn't make any Almost sense. Almost ruined, uh, uh, was it, was it WrestleMania for Becky? Mm-hmm. Definitely was. Nah, but it's just, I, I just feel like that. That was their moment. That was their moment, and they ruined it. Who, yeah. who else, who else was the night two? The Sheamus, Sheamus and Matt Riddle Drake was good. That was. That, that was a kick, good match. That bro kick was nuts. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that bro <laughs> kick was nasty, dude. That bro kick was That bro good. kick was sick. Um The Big E versus Apollo match was on there. I that was a Nigerian drum match. Mm. And they ain't not using not one drum. <laughs> not one drum. But man, what an entrance from Big E, man. That, that wild that entrance. Was, that was that was a that was a Big thing for me. Yes. But I just that oh that just cringed. When 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 <laughs> this dude this dude from one of my one of my favorite podcasts I listen to, Don Tony, he he was like and then all of a sudden we get Yabba Dabba Kato. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Cause I was, I remember when he popped up and I said, "Bro, I was like, is that Dabble Kate?" I'm like, "I'm glad you remember." Cause I, I was I like, "I was, was like, where do I know this dude from?" I was like, "Cause I, he, he must have been from NXT." I was like, "He must have been from NXT." Then I watched the Don Tony show and he was like, "Dabble Kate." So I was like, "Underground, wow, really? You bring this? Y'all brought this dude?" And I was like, "But you know what? It doesn't. It made me mad because." The announcers was acting like they didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. I hate when they do that. I hate when they do that. But then he's like, he's a new character. He's like Commander something or whatever like that from 
Nigeria. Nigeria, whatever, like that. And like, oh my, okay. But you know what? I'm glad that the Apollo and Big E joint is coming to a conclusion because a lot of the matches he had were kind of like the endings were sloppy or whatever, like that. It was just like, yeah. you know, so I'm I'm just kind of glad that that's kind of like coming to an end and Big E's going to be eventually going to be inserted into the WWE Universal Championship match. But it was funny though because they, they did not use not one drum. They, they was using candlesticks, steel chair. No, was it candlesticks, the steel steps, a table, a gong, but not one drum. Only thing that happened to the drums was Biggie threw Apollo into the drums. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that was it. It was horrible. I mean, that, it, it wasn't horrible, but I just I didn't even like how it ended. Right. Because like, it just ended. It, I felt like it ended too quick. Yeah. You know? Apollo, but, Apollo. Yo, it was funny, though, because Apollo well, Apollo got driven into the steps. And you know, every time Apollo was getting up, like, his back was fucked up. He had, like, he had, ah, my back. <laughs> like, he just, like, ah. I just, I don't know. Like, night, night two, night two didn't live up to night one. You know, it really didn't. And I feel like the Rhea match... Was okay. It was okay. I feel like the main event. What got me with the main event was Edge, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Edge, I was listening to he did a like a interview run where he was being interviewed by like all these people on a press conference call on a conference call, and Edge said, "I'm not going to feel that this is actually real." Until I hear my music and I hear the crowd. Right. And when his music hit and he came out and it was just seeing him come out and just the emotion. Because, like, you got to remember, in storyline purposes, he was the face. I mean, not face. He was the tweener that was, like, more heelish and and the fans was booing him. In the Thunderdome, the fans were booing him. Right. But this is why I don't like the fact that they're they're inputting all these sound effects. Yeah. Because when you actually get the crowd back in there, they're not going to boo Edge. Right. The crowd was cheering for Edge. Right. And then you have, obviously, Roman come out. And, right. you know, Roman it's came out. a little out. delay. It was a delay. I feel like he was like, yeah, I'm going to let y'all wait. I'm going to let y'all wait. Then when he came out, and I noticed, I think... He's the only one. I know they might have did it with Bianca and Sasha. I mean, Bianca. Maybe Sasha, too, on, like, the regular shows. But he's the only one that gets that 8K high-def shot. Yeah. And I don't care what nobody says. The way Paul Heyman looks at Roman when Roman holds that belt up in the air is by far the best shot. Ever. Right. Yo, yo, Paul Heyman kept his eyes on Roman like the whole time as they're walking down to the as they're walking down to the ring and whatever mm-hmm. like that. Like I said, obviously when he's in the ring, when he's in the ring, when he, he's holding the belt up. I love how Roman holds the belt up too. <laughs> he, I love how he holds the belt. So he's just so like just it's and that AK looks like he, that looks good on it Roman. Does. It does, man. It you got does. Jay, like and Jay like that hyped ass cousin. He just like in the back, like going in and with the grill. Right. And this is like just seeing that match, and then like you knew 
that they were going to do something. You knew that they were going to, Jay was going to be, he was going to have some impact in there. Right. You know, you just knew it. And the one spot I loved is I loved when Edge had the cross face on Roman, but yeah. had the piece of his chair. Yeah. And then Daniel, like Roman, like was, it looked like Roman was about to tap, and then Daniel like jumped in and stopped his stopped hand. Stopped his hand, yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? And then Daniel put him in the yes lock, yeah. and then them two started headbutting each other. Yeah. Like, that was funny because it's just like, Edge is like, what are you doing? Daniel's like, you're not going to let him tap. And it's like, what? Uh, uh, uh. And they just kept headbutting each other, and it was and just like, just eyes is like, oh my god! <laughs> but give credit, give give credit to to Paul Heyman because there was there was this part in there where it might have been that part, or might have it might have been that part when Edge had him in the the submission, yeah, and he looked at like you see Paul. And Paul looks like he could, no Dan Bryan had him in the submission hole because he looked at Edge, and you could hear him say, "He's got him," and Edge goes in the ring, and like stops it from happening. Right, you know. And let's just—I mean, we talked about it earlier—the dominance, the arrogance, the cockiness of this man. Right. Because what did Roman do? Piled both of them on he top of each other. Smashed them and stacked them. Yo, but you know what though? Roman wasn't even the most dominant one in that match. He wasn't. He wasn't. Right. I, I would say Edge was. Yeah. I would say Edge was. Which then would have me sit there and think like, if you were to continue this, you would have to continue with Edge versus Roman. Yeah, it got to be Edge versus Roman again, yeah. But I can see possibly them going to have Edge versus Daniel Bryant because I feel like Edge is going to be like, you took this from me. Right. You know, and now we can really get Edge versus D. Bry and all right. that to go on. And um, I loved the post show where Heyman was trying to be interviewed with the dudes from the bump and something was happening with the headset where it wasn't working. Yeah. And Roman, Paul, like, had the headset part through the headset. And then he said something to Roman, and Roman looked at the camera and he goes, acknowledge me. And it's just like, ends like that. I'm yeah. like, yo, like, come on, come on now. We, we gotta, you gotta give this man the credit because this dude is like, he's so, he's over as a bad guy. And then even when he was like, they, the universe missed their tribal chief. Like right. when he tweeted that, it is just like, yo, like it's so, it's so great to see how this character even like when he came out and it was booze. I love those booze more than the booze when he was a good guy. Yeah. Because these are like booze that we're like, you're booing them, but you're happy to boo this man now. Yeah. So that was my opinion on it. But night one, hands down, best night, part. Night one was that. What was the best match in your opinion, night one? Um It's a tie between the Seth match and the Bianca match. Yeah. You know, I, I think those two matches, to me, did it. I think from a in-ring stance, maybe Seth and Cesaro. Cesaro. But as an overall 
energy feeling like I was at the edge of my bed watching it. The Bianca, uh, the Bianca match. match. Yo, and I love how Sasha was like using her her uh, ponytail, yes, as a weapon throughout most of the match, and then Bianca just finally just said, "You know what? <laughs> Slap!" And that joint was loud. That joint. That hit was so yes. damn loud. The one, and you saw that all oh, that scar. But her, the one oh thing I did not like is I wish they would have. I wish they would have did more like makeup to make her whelp on Friday looked more gruesome than it did. Mm -hmm. I just wish that they should have showed, like, because then that would have been, like, she would have been, like, look, this happened, like, a week ago, and it's still, like, it's still Yeah, that would have been like, it's infected, though, bro. And that would have made it be like, oh, that's not infected. No, you but, gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, some whips do get that infected. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you gotta think, that's a that's thick. That jump was yeah, you yeah. know. I think I think she caught it with the, like the, the um pointy part. She caught it with the tail end with of the it. The tail end, man. But that still, joint, like that I just heard, bro. It was just that you heard that smack. Yeah. That smack was so loud. All those like thigh slaps on stuff. Don't compare to that one. Oh, that don't. one was just uh, sick, man. But the moment, like I said, the, the the moments that that stole it from me, you know, as an overall was seeing. Seeing Bianca win, but seeing her father, yo, her almost, almost leap over, over the, barricade. the barricade. But if you go back when she won the Rumble and they showed the video of him when he won, when she won the Rumble, he damn near was jumping all over the like he was jumping all over the place, right. you know. And I was happy. Like I know, I, I know. Like I believe we talked about it off offline one time, and you had said that he's gonna like Montez is gonna show up, and I said I don't know if he's gonna show up. You know, I was like I'm waiting to see the backstage. That's what I wanted. Yeah. But then footage came out. You seen that he came in the ring. Yeah, he let her have her moment live on air, on air, on live, air. Only, right? But once, once he knew. That it was done. Yep. He came out and right. he was there and he he did what he had to do. But I think my favorite moment was when Vince came out with everybody. Yeah, that was dope. When Vince came out with everybody and you seen the raw emotion of everybody with the exception of one person. With the exception of one person, that was Roman. Because Roman is still in character. Roman, when he died, I felt like Roman was like, he looked around like he was happy. He was happy. He, he was, was happy. happy right? But it was like, you could still tell that he was kind of like, nah, I'm not. I'm solid. All day. Like, <laughs> chest work. Right. All day. <laughs> but it was, that moment right there really did it for me. Just to see, like, being in that atmosphere, yeah. seeing the crowd. And it's that infamous shot. We all have it. We all see it. The Rhea Ripley shot of her. Right. And she was just like, she was like, I'm holding. But I remember when she was like, when she talked about it, it was on one of those podcasts. And um, she was saying, like, I was trying my hardest to hold it together. And then she said she looked, she was standing like Edge was like, I guess right next to her. Mm -hmm. And she looked at Edge and she was like, Edge was tears in his eye. Like tears in his eye. So Rhea was just like, Fuck it. It's just like, yo, it's just like, she was emotional. I was like, yeah, like, I get it, bro. 
then I seen the one shot that I was like, yo, wait a minute, is that that me and you in her regular? I was like, oh, she back to her regular gear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So, but yeah, I can imagine, man. I can imagine a lot of them on, on that stage was emotional about that. Yeah. But um I'm sure Vince was emotional too. Oh was, no, you can see you can see it in his face. Yeah. You can see Vince was emotional in his face. Like Vince was like, oh my god, I missed all this money. <laughs> it wasn't even that. That's just like, you know, you know, as like I don't know, I don't know, I know Cleo, I know Cleo Thomas went. But like, and I seen like the videos that he was posting on a story about yeah. it. But like I don't know nobody personally that would like Yeah, I know, yeah, uh yeah, Leo went and I know the other the dude he was with with the dress, Patrick Cloud, that's the dude, little cat I'll follow. He'll um he be he be rolling with Kevin on stage on him. Mm-hmm. So like that. So I was like, oh, oh man, he went. I'm like, oh that's dope. Yeah. Damn, like, it felt like I knew somebody that went. I know <laughs> it, it's definitely one of those things where like it was it was fun to see that and just like even like when I was watching it, I was just like I can sense that even I possibly could have gotten emotional watching it just because you're watching, like I'm watching the, the, I'm watching the wrestlers come out. Like when Drew came out, Drew lost it. Like you could see it in Drew's face. Like Drew was like, this is what I, like this is what I've been wanting for the longest. Right. And for him to come out with the sword and push it down and the pyro go off and the crowds cheering for him. It's like, even Bobby, like Bobby tried, he still stayed in, in. But you could tell, especially when Bobby won. Yeah. When Bobby won, you can tell Bobby was like, "Oh, this is like, this is it. This is this is my time. Right. Like, this is it." And MVP. Oh, Westside was there. Yep. Westside was yeah, there said, because yeah, Westside and Conway was there. Yeah, because only reason why I thought about it because. Westside had posted something with MVP running up to him like I told y'all, I told y'all, right? And it was just like, it was it was a good thing. And then hearing Biggie do the New Day entrance, right? And just hearing how that, hype Biggie Biggie was so hype, dude. Because you got to remember, like, it's the first time that the New Day collectively been together, been together. right? Did you the know, podcast? Did their podcast together? You know, and to for the first time doing that and just being together and just it was those moments. That's what stole the show for me. Right. It's just seeing how happy the audience, the the wrestlers were to right. be back with the audience. Another moment was when Sasha snuck out the ring and was up on the barricade, and she's just looking at Bianca, embracing, just. Yeah. That that smile, yeah. like just like yo, like I, I'm happy for you right. because a lot of people felt like and feel like Sasha as a character, like Sasha's character. A lot of people didn't like her character. A lot of people did not like even Sasha as a person, right? Because they felt like she was too cocky. She was like a ball, like she was I'm right. bigger than everybody else. Right. And I think that her taking that break that she did. Yeah. Really did a lot for her. No, nah, but I think I think um, people just like if you don't get if you don't give a, if you don't give a person that if you don't give a, that person a chance to, if you if you don't give that person a chance to get to know that person like that really mm-hmm. trying to understand that person like you you assume that oh this person is this arrogant kind of cocky person Sasha basically yeah I'm very confident in myself right very confident in my abilities but she's also like yeah she's a nice person yeah but she is like she's very like she's like an introvert mm-hmm. so it was like so that so that might come off with with that or whatever. But also too, like I said, it's two black women 
headlining WrestleMania. It was everybody wanted that. Everybody wanted to headline night one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Bianca was obviously you could tell she was emotional. Sasha was emotional, but Sasha kept it together. Sasha kept that joint way more together than Bianca did. But like I said, when she finally had was able to take that break and be like, okay, I could sit here and just look and just be like, yo, she like, yo, we did that. Like we did that. You did that. This is your time. And everybody was saying, remember when Bianca won the Royal Rumble? Everybody was like, they're happy for it. There's like, a lot of people be happy for other people's success in the locker room. But it's like when Bianca won, people were like genuinely just like, yo, you deserve this. This right. is your time. Like she's one of the, like she's a very like nice, it seems like very nice spiritual, you know what I mean? Woman. So it's just like, yo, she she most definitely deserved that, that opportunity and it was her time. Yeah. So, and it was just, like I said, just history. Like, even Cole, when Cole, yeah, I ain't gonna front. When Cole said it, it felt weird because I'll, I'll be, because I guess because he's a white dude. Uh, he's like, he's like black. It's like the first time in history, double two black okay. women. Okay. Okay. I felt kind of no, weird when no. he said that, man. So, let You talking about JBL? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Listen. How do you say it's not about race? This it has nothing to do with two. How do you say that? And arguably one of your best friends is the first ever world champ. Right. First black world champ. First black. How do you say that? How dick? I don't know what's worse. JBL saying that or it's just fucking Hulk Hogan being there. And he said that in front of Booker T. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just say yo, that. Yo, the funny thing about, it was like, it was like, we going to dress Hulk Hogan as a pirate. There's no way they can boo Hulk Hogan as a pirate. <laughs> Man, they were booing Hulk Hogan so hard. And shout, like I said, shout out to Titus O'Neil, man. My man is the constant professional, bro. My man just said that he did, he did his job. He did it. Titus did his job. He Hogan. did it. And then it's just like, dude, you still brother. You know what, brother? I'm like, yo, Titus. I'm like, yo, Titus had every right to like, yo, cold cock this dude. Oh, I I know one group you couldn't have do it. New Day, right? Because New Day they don't acknowledge Hogan, right? They literally do not. They be like, oh, the man with the red and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> so the, you know, he who shall rename. Right. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, overall, this was a good mania. Um, oh, also one of my favorite uh, favorite moments of the, uh, of the night, night one, is when Bianca picked up Sasha. And also, oh first of all, I'm like, God. Sasha, Sasha got to be like a buck 25 or something like that. She don't look like she weighed that much. Right. But Bianca carried that woman up her head, over her, caught her when she dove out the ring, did the roll, did the little roll, picked her up, and carried her up the steps. I was like, that's some... Be- I was like, yo, there's no way she gonna lose this match. I'm like, this is her time. Mm. That was some G... That was some G shit right there for her to do that. Right. But... Yeah, overall, I think that this was it was a good mania. Yeah. Um, was it better than last year's mania? Yes. Yes. I I will say that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, 
Stand and Deliver. Stand and Deliver, Stand and Deliver was another one. Night one was better than night two. For me. For me personally, mm-hmm. the ace that runs the place, night one was better than night two. Okay. Now, why would you say that? Because I, I believe my match, my match was the Cole match. I think one of the best matches. I, I, the Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai match was a great match. It was. One of the best matches on night one had to be the, the uh, what was it like the 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 match for the um North American title? Oh, like the, the qualifying match for the for the that match. The Battle Royale. That was a good match. Yeah, that was a good match. And I I was like I did not know Bronson Reed was Samoan. I kind of was like I was kind of looking at him. I should be able to tell. Like mm-hmm. I'm like okay, this dude is Samoan. But I I'm like oh okay, bro Samoan. You know, big boy season. You know what I mean? My man was doing this thing. Good match. I love I love Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, L.A. Scott. L.A. Uh, L.A. Knight. LA Knight. My bad. L.A. Knight. Um, listen, I like Eli Drake, whatever LA night, whatever you want to call him. Eli, I was like LA Drake. <laughs> I was like, he cool. You know, I kind of, I thought he was going to win the match. I thought he was going to win the match. He was going to be the one to fight Johnny Gargano, but it would have been a heel versus a heel, mm-hmm. whatever like that. Usually they don't really do that. Um, I low key feel like this is just my opinion. I low key feel like Dexter Loomis is going to be groomed to be the next guy to win the NXT title. I can see that. I can see that because I can see the character. That's the only character I think that will be fitting to go against Karrion Cross. And and he, I said he's the white Velveteen Dream. Except for he's not. We've never heard Dexter talking about Never heard him speak. But was like when I saw this man crawl in the ring, on his knuckles, mm-hmm. he crawled, yo, he just looked, he just I don't know who he looked at, I forgot who he looked at, but he just just crawled in the ring like that. I was like, yo, this dude is this dude is a trip. But I can most definitely see, it. I can most definitely see them two, Dexter Loomis, and, uh, cause I'm like, who gonna beat Karrion Cross? Like who's who's gonna really beat this dude like that? And then a lot of the guys that you figure that might have had a chance to beat him is already not got called up. Right. The, oh, my bad. You know what? My I gotta revert. I gotta go back. The Miz, the bad, bad Bunny. Drake, that was good. That was good. And I said Miz was the perfect person. Miz and Johnny Morrison was the two perfect people for that match. You couldn't have had the only person that I could have seen Bad Bunny having a match with of that quality would have been Dolph Ziggler. True. Now question. This is something that's been floating around the internet. Yeah. Who had a better in-ring debut? Bad Bunny or SmackDown's new host, Pat McAfee? Ooh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. But you got to take into account, Pat McAfee is an athlete, so he... True. He knows how. True. But but and I'm Bad like, Bunny and Bad Bunny put in a lot of work. He Bad Bunny didn't put in time. a lot of work. But it had to be against the Miz, though. If he'd have did that against anybody else, he'd get smoked. Cause you wouldn't have took it seriously if he took he was fighting somebody else. Right. It had to be the Miz. Right. You know what I mean? It had to be Johnny Morrison. It had if it was like 
like, like I said, it, or my maybe Dolph. But if it was somebody, like if it was Bad Buddy versus Damian Priest, something like that, y'all wouldn't have took that seriously. Damian Priest is like 6'5", something like that. You know what I mean? And I'm glad for Damian Priest to get a WrestleMania moment. He deserved that. You know, I'm glad he was in the tag team match and stuff. I felt like, I'm like, man, I'm glad they didn't leave him out. But, yeah, Bad Bunny, he did put in the work. He was good. He was good. But Pat McAfee was, like, putting on a show. Okay. He was putting on a show. And nobody really see that coming from Pat McAfee. Well, yeah, but he's the athlete, though. Like, so you can. Punter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not saying punters ain't athletes. I but know. I know. In the football realm, the punter is, like, the dishwasher <laughs> of, the, of the group. You know what I mean? I know. <clears throat> but um so we we had that um what do you think about that eel okay I, I saw you and Jalil was having a conversation about who's the greatest NXT women's champion and I was like a lot of you know Oscars obviously is up there but would you really would you would you consider putting eel at number one I said eel's number one you say Eo's number one. Yes, right. I said Eo's number one. He was like, "It's got to be Oscar." Oscar went undefeated, but I look at who did Oscar face during level her competition level of competition? Because right. Oscar won the title beating Bailey, and Bailey was leaving. Then Oscar had this like, who did Oscar face? I don't. I don't. You can't remember, right? But Eo. Tony Storm, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, um, Dakota Kai. She's run through them all. She, ran through, she, she said it like, and the only one that she didn't beat was Raquel Gonzalez. She ran through them all, and the only one she didn't beat was the one that won the title. Right. So War Games, Eo and War Games, that was dope. So how can you not say that EO's not the best NXT Women's Champion of all time? Right. That's- and really, listen, okay, just just you bringing that the Oscar, the Oscar's undefeated streak. That's what made Oscar. That was Oscar's thing, the undefeated streak. Right. So once Oscar, once Oscar got to the main roster and she lost, and she lost to Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of like, oh. not saying like Oscar wasn't special after that, but it's like when Oscar lost, it was just like, it's like the Goldberg streak. Yeah, it's over now. It's like, you know. It's like the Goldberg streak. Once Goldberg lost, it declined. Yeah. The character went down. The mystique and went Oscar down. went down a little bit, too. Oscar mm-hmm. had that moment when she kind of, you know, was. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I look at that. I look at this. Like, I I, I told him. I said, EO is the EO is the best. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen with her now. Like, is this. Is she about to come Yo, up? No, I saw. I don't know if I. I don't know if I posted it on the page, but it was like Vince, Vince, Vince. After the call up, I'm gonna. I need you to work with Nia Jax. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I. I don't think you. I think you sent it to me. Yeah. I think you might have sent it to me, but. <sighs> so let's, cause we, Jesus. <laughs> So let's talk. We said this was gonna be a long episode. This so. is this is and, and it's getting broken down into parts because yeah. J- Jesus. Um Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole. The night two. So we talked about two. night two. Night two. 
The Johnny, hold on. The Johnny Gargano Bronson Reed joint was a good match. It was good. The Walter Champa match. Oh, bro. Night one, dude, dude. No, that was night one, right? Yes, that was night one, bro. When when Walter smacked the table, it and had, broke and broke it in half. But then a lot of people had an issue with the with the finish. And I had to watch it again because I kind of didn't like the finish at first. But when Walter did the thing with his neck, mm-hmm. put his feet in between his neck and shit, and he did like this little twist move, I was like, ooh, that kind of, I cringed on that one. Hit mm-hmm. him with a power, I think he hit him with a power bomb. Ciampa got back up and hit him with the chop. And I guess he was saying like, like Walter's finishing move or whatever like that is like, it's, it's like not that, like whatever, something about Walter's finishing move. But I was like, he took away, Ciampa took away, was trying to take away his main weapon. But that was the thing that he worked on the hand. Mm-hmm. He worked on the hand a lot. So it was like kind of like, okay, now you neutralize Walter's chop. So now the chop isn't as effective. But you see, Walter still went went, went for it, hit him with that one foul chop, ended the match. I figured it out. I know what's going to happen with Finn. They're going to rekindle that rivalry that was supposed to happen. Because Walter made the announcement that he's there. He's in America. Yeah. Yeah. So with him being there now, they're going to rekindle Walter and Finn. And then Finn might be the one to dethrone him. Because if Finn dethrones him, we may have to say that Finn is the greatest NXT star of all time. Of all time. I think he already got that title. Already. But if he win the if he win the UK title, that's basically what every title except for the North American title. But that's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I I just I I would like to see that. Um, That match was brutal. Like, ooh. Pete Dunn Kushida, Kushida match. That was a good. That was a good match. Yeah, yeah. That that was definitely a good. That was a good opener. Yeah. That was a good opener. I'm mad that Kushida be walking out there looking like a Pokemon trainer. Like that just. Um, like that man got that man got Charizard, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle all up in them joints. Like the ladder match. Oh, you know what? I was mad. I was mad because I saw the spots coming when he was setting up the ladders. I was like, "Oh, I see, I see it coming." Yeah. So with with uh, Jordan uh, Devil is it Jordan Devil? Devlin. Devil Jordan Devlin when he set up the when he set up the ladder on the um, ring post right there on the corner. Where he fell through, I was like, somebody's gonna fall through that mm-hmm. ladder. And then, but that's second. just, but that's just being like a when when you watch it too, when you watch it as much as we do, we can kind of be like, all right. And I kind of wish there was more like high flying with them too. But those are not high flyers. See, they changed the the style of being a cruiserweight. Yeah. We think a cruiserweight, we thinking of like flipping over robes, yeah. doing doing all type of stuff. They kind of made it more of a technical sound. Yeah, which I like that. I like, I like that. I but like even that, but, but even if you think back to it, when the Cruiserweight actually started to really get their buzz, it was Eddie and Jericho, Eddie and Malenko, and yeah. they were more technical sound. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was, we have our preferences of the high flying because that's what gets us. Yeah. But... I mean, okay, Santo lost. What you think we're gonna do with Santo? Ooh, that a call up? Possibility? Maybe. Unless they, unless they rekindle the, the him and Cross joint. They could. Yeah. 
They could. NXT, we got new NXT tag team champions, MSK. Yep. You know. That was a good match. That, that was. was. Good. That was a good tag I team. I loved. I knew that they were going to win, though. And I'm going to tell you how I knew they were going to win. When. Uh, dude was about to tap. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. And he came in the ring and yeah. he stopped. And it's like, once you seen that, you was, I was like, they're winning this. Right. Because you're seeing their bond. You're seeing right. that. And then he looked at it. He was like, no, like, this is, we, we got to fight. Like, this is, this is, this is this our is thing. It. Right. So, I mean, it, it was dope this to see. This is our see. dream. Right. It was dope to see that. Um, but the Adam, listen, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly literally tore the building. Dude, but their theme is, was Terrible. So ass. So ass. I'm and so upset. And this is like the upset. death of the Undisputed Area. That was the best. That's one of the... I know we supposed to do the top... The top joint. That's... Bruh. That right there. I just did not like it. And the fact that I believe Adam Cole was still coming out to the Undisputed Era music before that night. I believe he was still coming out to the, with the Undisputed music. But... They tore it down, and then we had what was shown on Tuesday. And what was shown on Tuesday was you see Adam. We we seen Adam Cole getting put on a stretcher and everything, mm -hmm. but then they showed more of it. And Adam Cole's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" He kept saying, "Oh my god!" And then Kyle went to the back. Kyle passed, like fell out. So now Kyle's getting strapped up, going to the ambulance. You see Triple H, you see William Regal, you see Shawn Michaels. They're all talking. Then William Regal is going with them. And as they're getting to the medical facility and they're getting out, you hear Kyle, you hear Adam Cole. And Adam Cole's like, this is not over, Kyle. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like he said, I'm going to fucking kill you. He blurred out the fucking, but he said, I'm going to kill you. Like as God is my witness, I'm going to kill you. And Kyle is just like, I don't know what, Kyle didn't say nothing. He's just laid there, like, right. whatever. I got a lot of Rocky Two vibes from there. Right. I say Rocky Two vibes because anybody that's never watched Rocky Two after Rocky One, Rocky and Apollo, they're getting dragged away to the hospital. And soon as, like, they kind of got around each other, Powell started popping off at the mouth. Like, I'm, you ain't beat me. It ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over, Rocky. It ain't over. And it's it just like, yeah. And Rocky's just sitting there like, <laughs> so I feel like this rivalry will continue on with a trilogy. I don't know how I mean, I you like can. I like it was a trilogy from the jump. You know what I mean? I don't know how you can like top it, but that's what we're going to get. So, we we have that, and then we. What you what you think about the um obviously the Finn Balor carrying cross match? What you think about that? Um, good match. It was good. good match. That was one of the best matches I seen from Carrion Cross. It was a good match. I liked how they played it off with the uh, the mind games, kind of. Yeah. I'm not going front. I am not going to lie to you. I thought they was about to bring the demon back. Because if you remember when his entrance came on, right? And mind you, normally 
his entrance is just you hear like the tail end of his intro, like the little the drums or whatever being done. You hear the small bit of that, and then it goes into his theme. This go around, they actually did the old one when it had the little the little intro, the intro before this theme, mm-hmm. and you're seeing on the on the screen you're seeing like little old pictures of old pictures yeah. and then the one the last shot was him as the demon and he was posing and i was like do not tell me don't tell me he's bringing this character back because he said he's never bringing this character back the character done there's no point but then i seen him he didn't come he came out straight but he had the x on his chest and I'm like, why does he have this X on his chest? And then I tell me and me and my boy Jeff was texting each other. And Jeff was like, that's on his shoulder. It's on his sep- it's on his shoulder that he separated. So it was kind of like an homage because both of them had the same injury. Yeah. So it was kind of like an homage to the X is on, like the target is here. So it was I was like, oh, okay, that that makes sense. So Yo, yeah. that elbow to the back of the head, boy. Or that forearm. I was going to ask you, who who you think got the best, better, Karrion Cross or Wayne Barrett? Better elbow. That's tough. That bull hammer, that bull the hammer. bull hammer man. was some serious. But bull hammer, he hits you in the face. Yeah. Karrion's hitting you in the back. I might go with the back because you got to think, this, all this can, Yeah. this could do Hitting somebody in the back of their head and neck area could probably do more damage than just getting the bull to the face. Right. You know, so. Um, so you're going carrying cross. Yeah. I'm going carrying cross. So. Did you uh happen to watch Broken Skull? The Jericho joint, right? Yeah, yeah I watched it. Yeah. What do you think of it? 